and sat at the table, and my mom brought me my side plate of broccoli that neither of them would touch because they hate broccoli, and we all ate. Neither of them would talk to me, and they kept exchanging looks with each other, but no one said anything about me being punished. And so, I did my homework, watched TV for a while, and went to bed. The next day, I went over to my friend Brian's house, and we sat in his basement and played a video football game. For some reason, my brain was working pretty well because I ended up beating Brian three times in a row, which I had never done since Brian's pretty much the greatest video football player I know. The few times we had played actual football in gym class, Brian had been about the worst player in the history of the world. But when it came to pushing buttons and coming up with strategies for fake guys on the TV screen... Brian was the king. I was feeling pretty triumphant as I walked home through the humid afternoon air and was even rehearsing an apology to my mom for all the trouble I had caused in the past couple of days, complete with a plan to use some of my secret savings to pay for a new china cabinet window. So, you can imagine my surprise when I walked through the kitchen and down the hallway and opened the door to my bedroom and found a guy sitting on my bed. Who are you? I blurted out, practically pooping in my pants from the shock of seeing some strange guy sitting in my room. He looked to be in his thirties and had a scraggly beard and was chewing gum and wearing a black leather motorcycle jacket and big black boots, which were getting mud all over my bedspread. Who the crap are you? He said back, not looking up from my expensive limited edition Spider-Man comic book that he had taken out of the wrapper and was now getting all creased with his giant dirty hands. This is my room, I said, both scared of him, but also mad that he was making such a mess. Not anymore, it's not, he said as he flipped a page, then tore off a corner and stuck his gum inside it. Hey, that costs a lot of money, I yelled. Put it down and get out of my room. He lowered the comic book down onto his chest and stared at me like he thought I was the biggest pest he'd ever met in his life. Look, kid. Are you deaf or something? He said calmly. I just told you, this ain't your room no more. Your parents gave it to me. They also said I could have everything in it. So, if you got a problem, why don't you go crying to them about it? Meanwhile, quit flapping your lips and beat it. He started reading the comic book again, then pulled out a cigarette and lit it. Hey! You can't smoke in my room. Already told you once, ain't your room no more, he said again as he flung the smoldering match onto the carpet and blew a ton of smoke toward the ceiling. Unsure what to do, I ran out of the room to find my mom. Mom, I called. Mother, keep your voice down, I heard her yell from the living room. You know there's no hollering in the house. I ran in and found her sitting on the couch watching TV, drinking a cup of tea like there was nothing at all wrong. There's a guy in my bedroom, I said, panicked. His name is Carl and it's his room now, she said as she lifted the teacup to her lips and took a sip. What do you mean it's his room? Carl is a very nice person and he takes out the garbage and he doesn't break things and so your father and I decided that he should have your room. I stared at her in shock. What? was all I could say.
My mom sighed and put her teacup down onto the saucer she was holding. It clinked loudly. Carl also listens and hears what we say the first time so we don't have to repeat things constantly, unlike with you, who never seems to listen to a word that comes out of our mouths. How could you give away my room? I asked, feeling like I was losing my mind. How couldn't we? She said as her eyes went back to the TV. She then motioned with her head towards something next to the front door. Your father pulled his old tent out of the attic. You can sleep in the backyard for one week. After that, you need to find somewhere else to live. She then pointed at a garbage bag lying next to the tent. And take that bag of horrible stuff with you. But don't make me count to five, she said as she glared at me out of the corner of her eye, then over at the broken window.